It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this If you sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind <laughs> Nice and quick episode today I say that Anyhow This episode No you know what This episode Whether it wanted to or not Cannot be longer Than an hour I don't know how I'm going to pull it off But it cannot be longer Than an hour Because I need to go meet Agnes from Black Minds Matter And I'm recording this On a Tuesday Tuesday As when I'm recording this Because I'm going to be away By the time you're listening to this I think I'll be on my way back From Lisbon just a quick solo trip to Lisbon, catch a vibe, see what the people them are saying. Um, I don't actually have any, I don't, not off the top of my head. I don't think I have any connects out there. I just wanted to go, do you know, it's going to sound so mad. I just wanted to go to another country and sleep. <laughs> You'd be like, now you'll come back and you'll say that, oh, money this for childcare, money that for child no but I really just wanted to be in a whole other place and sleep I love exploring when I go to different places I've been to Lisbon before years ago years ago um yeah one of my boyfriends his sister uh was a model and she lived out there so yeah that was years ago must have been like 2000 and what seven probably 2007 maybe um so that's the last time I think I've been to Lisbon yeah but now I'm going quick solo trip why is this so high quick solo trip and um yeah see how that goes sorry I was just adjusting my mic you know I've just clocked what's happened this little boy known as Lev he's been with me at the office at one point and he's moved all of the channels up on my roadcaster deck, like no, my deck, my po- uh, podcasting desk. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I've changed it now. He's so, his hands just everywhere. I'll laugh if this is then just a silent episode, but Omar, if it's silent, you'll have to just imagine what I said. <laughs> but to be honest, people do that anyway. Something I haven't said is what they'll say that I've said, but Mars is ultra also, sorry, retrograde in Gemini in my third house of like, broadcasting so I'm pretty much prepared for people to misunderstand what I'm saying the other day I was in the Twitter space I think it was Ashley Louise's one and I rarely like pop into Twitter spaces these days simply because I don't want to hear anybody else's opinions about anything um but I popped in because they were having a conversation about the whole Balenciaga debacle and um my the, you know, my two pence in the situation is that there's bare paedophiles, bare molesters everywhere and they're being normalised in our society. And I hate that when that is stupidly conflated um, with the LGBTQ plus community. But, um, you know, people are very, very upset with Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. But there are literal molesters in your midst in the industry 
And you don't have the same vim for them And so you want him to now be going On this apology tour For what? For what? Man held a slap And what? God, anyway But that's by the by Um, So yeah I was in the Twitter space And one French girl Decided to start talking upon the mic And she thought that her accent Could, um, you know Save her from saying some really Really homophobic shit And she cloaked it with So, um, I I don't um, I don't know, maybe it's a Language um, But, um you know, if we are um, saying that this uh, Balenciaga campaign is wrong, then, um, you know, at the same time, then why is it okay? I um, I hope I'm saying correctly um, for um, people to go to a gay pride uh, with uh, the children. And it's like, wh- why, where did you put two and two to- together and get baguette? What are you talking about? So now, you know me, I like to do impressions. Like the, this whole podcast is full of random impressions that I do. Now, the people them on Twitter spaces clearly aren't up to that. Like they're not hip to the skip. Like that's what I do. So at the very end of me making my point, I was like, so don't try it with the whole, um, I don't understand. Now, oh my God, at this in 2022, we're making fun of people's accents. No, you are just stupid. You are just stupid. And you fail to understand the fact that she's using the idea of this language barrier. Transphobia, homophobia is homophobia in any language, my G. Don't try it. And then the fact that people hold um, the French accent in such high esteem that to you, it's like, oh, whatever she says, it must be in good um, faith. All you had to do was click on this girl's profile, whether it was her burner or not, to see that she is very, very wayward, posting Candace Owens, all of this stuff. But because of this kind of consensus of sometimes dislike for me, people would just jump on anything. And I just looked at it and I was just like, mm, not my business, because... um. I was paying attention to Jade, who actually Jade, I Jade or whatever she calls itself on Instagram um, and Twitter, the one that I talk about when I'm mentioning astrology and human design. She'd only been learning human design for a year. And a lot of people that I think I know have only been learning human design for a year. So it's so amazing the wealth of information and how like your life can change just from learning these things. Anyway, Jade said, as a generator, do not amplify no's. When somebody does something mad to you, which is essentially a no, as opposed to doing something lovely for you, which is a yes, do not amplify the no, because as a um, generator, you have such enveloping and amplifying energy that you can make anything bigger that you you focus on something and you naturally make that thing bigger so just focus on your yeses and leave the no's alone so I saw that and I was like "Mm, yeah I'm not addressing it I don't have time I really don't have time I really wished that I could give more of a fuck but I think that at the age of 36 I have to admit that a lot of my fucks have been depleted and um Anybody really can get it. Anybody, any motherfucking body can get it at this point. So, you know, I think it's a great place to be. I mean, it's a lonely place to be because other people still have many, many, many fox. Many, many, many fox. Many, many, many fox. If you don't know um, um, Afrobeats tune, you don't know what I'm singing. Um, But I have nothing. Nothing. Nothing to do with fucks too.
I don't have any fucks to give. So I just ignored it, kept it moving. Talking about human design though, let me take a moment before I even jump to Tarot or Share Your Magnificence to big up Jazrina Harlow. My God. You know me, I've been trying to figure out this human design thing, like, and I'm very stubborn as well. So if I'm trying to learn something, I want to learn it on my own. And uh, recently, the other day I had a session, it was about two hours with Jazrina um, taking me through my human design chart. She even did a compatibility chart um, for me as well, because I asked her um, about certain like working collaborations or whatever, and she was able to read that for me. But um, wow, Jazrina is incredible. So I'm going to give you her Instagram page. Please, if you, I know that every other week I'm coming to you and I'm like, if you want to do something and you want to progress, like invest in yourself, but I am serious. That was, and it takes a lot to hold my attention. Like you have to be about your things because if anything feels like it doesn't make sense to me, I'm not listening anymore. Jazrina is out of this fucking world. She is brilliant at human design and explaining your chart and everything. Like her attention to detail, Virgo. She's an out like through and through Virgo. Um, she does sound healing and she's a quantum human design reader. Her Instagram is Jazrena. That's J-A-Z-R-E-E-N-A underscore Harlow. H-A-R-L-O-W. Fucking amazing. Um, the attention to detail, the amount of information I now have about human design. Fam, I actually now understand human design. Like before, I understood it in essence, but now like learning about the um, incarnation crosses and what this means and that means and how you actually get the lines, like your profile lines and all of that, like, woo, nah, on it on it got a whole new set of books I get it I I, kind of see where I'm moving into and she's so pretty as well she's so so pretty so big up Jazzarina thank you so so much um for that reading really invest in it because it's a lot of work for somebody to do for you about your life like it's a lot but it makes all of the sense in the world I even understand how human design came to be like actually the amalgamation of four I think it is different modes of um esoteric knowledge uh so we've got the western astrology the I Ching I think or I Ching um and the, I think it's Kabbalah and then some like the, and then everything gets put together and so it's like you have this three-dimensional um kind of reading about you from every aspect like so everything is covered it's incredible man it's um it's incredible so um yeah Jazrina big up yourself uh, I am still going through um all the notes from my session and all the pdf documents and everything for that it's just about me and I love that I love things I love when things are just about me not general things about the general population or general generators this is all simply about me Kelechi and oh I love a bit of that so let me not talk too much it's already 10 minutes Jesus but um yeah so loved uh doing that with Jazrina and would hundred percent recommend it um you know some things well no anything that I recommend is a hundred percent and I will tell you any like I'll give you any caveats to anything usually but this one best thing I've done one of the best things I've done this year hands down and to go into 2023 armed with all of this information is amazing uh got some extra information about projectors um as well as like reflectors and manifestors and manifesting generators. Um, 
like even the percentages of how they make up the population is so interesting. So, so incredible. So um, I'm really excited for 2023 now that I have this information. I feel at ease because I managed to get all of my redrafts in for the short story collection. I cannot wait for you to read it. Like I'm an actual bad man. Um, really happy to have the process that I have with my editor, Sarita as well, because, you know, she really knows how to like, bring out what's there what's you know what's waiting under the surface within a story because sometimes you write a story and you understand what you're writing and you're like this is boom and then someone's like yeah but why did this happen and why did this happen and you're remembering that people aren't in your head so you have to make sure that you get all of the information out um but nah the stories are so sick I'm really really proud of myself and I'm going to Lisbon for that reason I planned it so the day after or two days after I hand in the the all the sets of redrafts, I would be taking myself away to Lisbon to go and sleep in another country. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm going. I just want to rest. I love exploring. That's probably what I was trying to say earlier. And then I went off on a tangent. I love exploring, but sometimes it's just about, you know, being in a different environment, chilling out. I have no plans whatsoever. I have not told anybody. I don't know anybody. I can't think off the top of my head who I know in Lisbon, but I know somebody will message me and they'll be like, you fucking bitch about you don't know anyone in Lisbon. Um, so I'm literally going for food and vibes. And it's funny because in my human design chart, it actually shows that I learn about the world through food. Like it's an actual thing of mine. And it makes a lot of sense because whenever people ask me about anywhere in London or anywhere really, I always try to map it for them based on food. So I just wanted to share that, that I feel great after having that session with uh, Jazrina and I'm just excited to grow and learn more. I'm looking forward to the live show next week, Sunday, or is it at the time this comes out, it'll basically be on Sunday, Sunday, the 11th of December. Looking forward to the live show in Manchester. It's going to be great. And I hope that um, you all have sorted out your travel, the people who are coming. Um, Yeah. Anyway, let me get to what should I do now? Let me go to Tarot quickly because I need to get out of here. Um, Choosing a letter. There's there's a lot to cover, cover this week, but also not too much to cover because I can't come and sit here and be talking all day like a talker. And last week was freaking, um, it was what? Uh, four hours almost four a minute off being four hours so you have more than enough to be getting through I don't even know if some of you have even finished that so I don't need to be worrying about giving you extra bits um let's see some of you aren't um you aren't adding in your subject thing that this is a letter about um tarot so I don't know so I won't know basically. So if some of you have sent some or sent letters and I haven't read it, it's because I don't know what you've put there. Um, where is, let me see. There are so many. Ah! Oh, let's see this one. Good afternoon, Kalechi. I hope you and your family are doing well. Just want to let you know that I absolutely love what you're doing. You're such an inspiration to myself and I'm sure all the people who listen. Also, you look sensational in that yellow dress. Wow, this is a long time ago. Um, Thank you for that. Trigger warning, suicide. Since the age of 11, I've suffered with back acne 
I've tried everything that I can think of with no luck. The doctors referred me to a dermatologist who offered me a certain medication that has helped others, but the side effects are horrendous. And some people who've taken it have felt suicidal or committed suicide while whilst on it. So I've declined it for now. I'm 30 in December, which means I've been dealing with this for nearly 20 years. I'm typing this with tears running down my face. My teens and 20s were spent crying about this. I'm so tired of not being able to wear items of clothing I love. And I'm tired of the stares I get when I decide to be brave and wear something that doesn't cover my acne. People have said that I should be grateful it's not my face, but they underestimate the psychological effect it has also on someone who has it on their back. I literally can't go um, a day without thinking about it as I get a new spot which leaves a scar every few days. I go to some dark places in my mind. I guess I'd like to know if this is going to be my life forever. Thank you so much for reading A Baby Girl Who's Tired of Crying. Um, information that might help with my tarot reading. Um, okay. Okay. Well, look, that's, look at spirit. Thank you, spirit. I'm reading your letter 10 days before your birthday. So thank you for sending that in because I'm recording this on the first. Um, thank you so much for sending this through. I'm so sorry, baby girl. I'm so sorry. I, I People try to make it out like you just need to be confident and get on with it. People don't understand that if there's something in your body that you feel that you cannot change and you're trying to still live your best life, but it hinders you in one way or another, you can't just get on with it. It's not something that you just get on with. So I truly feel you. I'm going to start first with this yes, no tarot deck that I have. Um, I'm going to start with the yes, no tarot deck about your acne and whether it's something that you will be dealing with forever then I'll move to the Lisa Star and then I'll move to the Lisa Star Modern Witch Tarot deck for the rest of your reading uh thank you spirit for using me as a vessel to bring this message forward for this baby girl today um will this acne thing be a thing forever um okay okay So the first card, so I always do best of three. And so we've got no comes out fit first and then we've got yes and yes. Um, but I'll tell you why we've got the yes and yes. Um, because they're like, uh, right, there's writing underneath the thing. So in the first instance, we've got the, when the no card that I'm looking at is also the nine of swords, uh, which is talking about the fact that no, this isn't going to be what it is forever, but spirit understands how depressed and upset it's making you because the nine of swords, if you go and look up the picture, the person sitting up in bed in the middle of the night and you see the swords um, running horizontally. So it just goes to show that it's, they can't sleep. They can't rest. And also with the Mars retrograde as well, the opposition that it was having to um, Mercury at one point, a lot of people haven't been able to get um, much rest. But um, it says here, fear, anxiety, terror, negativity, deep unhappiness, stress, burden, overwhelmed at breaking point, inability to cope or face life, mental anguish, guilt, regret, remorse, focusing on past, subject of gossip. Um, and at the top of the card, it says anxiety. And that's literally what we're having here. It's just like, no, this isn't going to be what it is forever. And Mars is actually the sign that's on here in Gemini. Fucking hell. Um, that's a lot. 
So very, very relevant to you right now that the strong message is no. Um, and the reason that the Queen of Wands came out, um, Moon in Leo, the reason that the Queen of Wands came out here, it says here, good business sense, confidence, foresight, an attractive, magnetic, mature woman, a helpful friend who is well-liked, a kind, loyal, generous, confident, competitive woman who enjoys enterprise and the limelight and also values her home and family life. The reason the Queen of Wands came out here for this to follow, the first answer is no, right? But the reason that the Queen of Wands specifically came out in this situation is to say that it's something that's probably going to get better as you get older. So I know that you said that you're 30 now, give yourself, I'd say, and and it's going to sound wild, but I think you need to give yourself another five years, which is what's coming to me. There's something about, um, 2026, there's going to be like a real change or well, no, from 2024, really, we're going to have some real innovations in what's going to help us, um, with a lot of the things that we have in terms of our physical body. But 2026 is really when we level up, there's going to be a lot of changes that we're not expecting that are just around the corner. You know, I mentioned about America not looking the same for, um, after 2025. It just feels like there's a lot of change. Like it's the same way that we weren't expecting the panoramic and the panda bear. Um, well, we, you know, I say we, as in people who were scientists were but you know we weren't expecting it and it feels like there's going to be a massive shift in um innovation and you're just being asked to like really really hold on but the fact I'm looking at the sunflower in her hand and the wands feels like it's going to be um a more natural mode of healing as opposed to um what big pharma uh, is able to prescribe you with all these mad side effects um then we've got, and that's confirmed by the fact that we've got the six of pentacles here. So a gift is coming to you. Like there is generosity on its way to you because it says here, gifts, generosity, charity, donations, money, community, assistance, support, employment, sharing, kindness, wealth, prosperity, power, authority, control, investors, giving slash receiving, gratitude, being valued, being well paid. Um, So whether it's going to be a, a sort of um a trial thing that you find out about, but um, there are things on the way that will be of a blessing to you. I mentioned the botanical mission last week on the podcast that I went there to get a vajayshaw and a facial. They also do a back, a back, a backacial. Did I make that up? They do a facial for your back. Not that your face has a back, but you get what I mean. They do. Um, let me just look it up now while I'm on here. Botanical mission. And their treatments Go and check them out Botanicalmission.com um, I remember seeing it on their site And I thought to myself Should I book it? But then I just decided On the vajayshal And the facial Instead It says here Let me see Back facial Yeah I was right Back facial I don't Did I call it a backacial? Ignore me um, What does it say About the back facial? It is £60 For 50 minutes um, and that all you can get 75 pounds for one hour, 15 minutes with back knee add on. So back knee. So maybe you need to get the back knee add on, um, with that. And they actually have a lot of homeopathic, um, um, what is it? Solutions that they sell there as well. So I would recommend contacting them. It feels like for you, it is something to do with trying out natural, things if you haven't already because I know that you've already tried a wealth of things um it feels like that's what it's saying but the good news is that no this is not a forever thing at all I um people usually ask me about my 
um, skincare. And, you know, I say this with a pinch of salt because we don't all react um, the same way to this, you know, similar uh, to the same thing. I take neem leaf extract daily, but I take breaks as well because you have to watch out for your liver and your kidneys and that. So I take neem leaf extract in um, capsule form uh, and that really helps to keep my skin clear. So... But, you know, again, it kind of also works as a contraceptive. You can't, so don't take it when you're pregnant or if you're trying to conceive, um, if you're breastfeeding, that's what I've been told. So I'm just making it clear because some of you would just go and jump head first into something I've said and not check properly. But neem leaf extract has been really, really good for me. And um, yeah, so that's what I know in terms of keeping my skin clear. Um, And if it's not, clear at the moment it's because I've been moving mad and not drinking enough water and doing the things that I need to be doing but you know that's just my suggestion um other people might have other um suggestions but in the first instance I would think if I would say if you haven't um heard of botanical mission and their back facial maybe holler at them and see what's possible because I don't know the extent of your um back acne but I don't want you to be crying you know I want you to live your life and wear your backless dresses and really stunt on these hoes. You deserve, you deserve to stunt on a bitch, you know? So I'm with you on that. So now I'm pulling, um, now I'm pulling, now I'm pulling the Lisa style modern witch tarot deck for you. And the first card that comes out is the six of uh, swords and then the 10 of cups in reverse and the two of pentacles in reverse. What else are you trying to say? Spirit. And the Ten of Pentacles. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You're being asked by spirit that this is a challenging time, um, but this isn't forever. And there'll be a point where you move on from this space that you're in right now. That's why we see the Six of Swords. There will be a point where you move on from this space right now where you don't think, you know, that you'll ever have true happiness and fulfillment. That's why the Ten of Cups is in reverse. And you're weighing it up like, oh, is this the way that my life is always going to be? Two of Pentacles in reverse. And what is my worth? And what is what, you know, what are my values? Um, what's my value to other people and feeling insecure, especially around romantic situations. But we've got the 10 of pentacles here upright that says that you'll be all right. Like this is gonna, this is all gonna work in your favor, that this is some bullshit. Of course, it's some bullshit right now. And there's no two ways about that, but it sh- it will all work in your favor. And I'm just saying that to make you feel good. I just pull the cards in it because I have always been adamant that you know, I will never, God will never ever make a liar out of me. So I just pull the cards and tell you what the cards say. If the cards were like, this is this, I'll just tell you that that's what it is. But this looks really beautiful for you. It's just a matter of time. Um, it's what I'm getting. And the fact that you're in your Saturn return right now as well. So I really do feel like give yourself till about 33 to, and you know, to keep experimenting um, and with um natural things i would say um in the first instance and i feel like by 33 there should be a, a shift is 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 the vibe that i'm getting but um yeah that's that for the tarot reading i pray that it resonates with you i will now um i should have done one of the dickhead in recovery affirmation cards but uh, hold on let me just do that actually Ugh. <sighs> 
yeah, let's use the dickhead in um, the affirmations for a dickhead in recovery. I had to reach on my shelf to get it. This is how lazy I am today. It proper was a thing for me to just reach up and get the thing. Do you remember the time Woo! when we fell in love? Do you remember the time? I don't remember any time. Um, sorry, I've been that's been in my head. You know, like when you're talking, but there's a song just playing at the back of your head the whole time, and I just needed to get that out. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah, dickhead in recovery. What is the message for a baby girl who is tired of crying? Tired of crying. I need to go to New Orleans, New Orleans. I don't know when, but I'm going. Oh, what's this? I tune myself to the synchronicities that remind me of why I am on this adventure called life. That's it. I said to you that it's a case of exploring and experimenting. And this is what's come up in this instance. Like you just keep going, attune yourself to the synchronicities that the this reading came to you at the time that this reading came to you, even though you wrote in ages ago. And I apologize for only getting it, getting it uh, or getting to it at this point. And I pray that you're well. Um. But yeah, keep attuning yourself to the synchronicities because everything is working in your favor, baby girl. All right, cool. So that's that for the tarot read. Let's see what I've got here. Okay, I've got to big up the first of this week's show sponsors who are Wine52. I'm recording this on the 1st of December and that means that we are 24 days away from Christmas Day. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Well, what better way to celebrate than with some gorgeous wines from Wine 52, this wine club that's doing bits. Wine 52, that's a great way to celebrate and celebrate for free. All you need to do is go to www.wine, that's W-I-N-E, 52.com forward slash straws and cover the postage costs of $8.95. That's £8.95 and you'll get three bottles delivered to your door. Um, I'm enjoying my wines and I absolutely think that you will too. They're all about showcasing the very best wine from different regions each and every month. So far on this wine odyssey, they featured wine from the stunning island of Sicily, um, from Bordeaux, and um, some spectacular vineyards from the Rhone Valley. So you get some beautiful, beautiful Sauvignon Blancs. I'm still learning in it because, <laughs> you know, I'm a Moscato girl. I'm a Moscato babe. But, um, you know, there are so many different wines to discover. So grab yourself this treat in time for Christmas so you can impress your friends, family and dinner guests with an incredible cast of beautiful and unique wines that you won't find anywhere else. You have the choice to get a mixed case or red only or white only. Um, lol. Also included is Glug Magazine, which delves into each region's wine culture and two tasty uh, tasty snacks as well. But I am not included. Um, after your free case, you'll join the monthly wine club. There's no minimum commitment. If it's not for you, you can pause or cancel at any time. So remember, that's www.wine52.com forward slash straws. That's wine 52.com forward slash straws to claim your free case of delicious wine today. Anyway, that's it. Let's get to share your magnificence. 
So we're into Share Your Magnificence and I've seen straight away that we've got a voice note. I've missed you lots of voice notes. By missed, I know that there were others that I left for so long that I therefore could not play them. And I'm so sorry. Um, but I've missed your voice note. So here's one. While it's fresh, hot off the press, I'm just going to play what this is. I haven't actually listened to it. So this is a very wild game that I'm playing. Let's see. Here we go. Hello, Kalechi. It's your long-time listener from across the pond. And I really do hope that you bring back, um, share your magnificence uh, in a way that allows us to shower you with all of the magnificence because this last podcast, oh my goodness, this last four-hour podcast, I listened to it all in one go and I felt like you could have gone for another four hours in it. And it still would have been gems upon gems upon gems. You are the ultimate baby girl of magnificence. I don't know what other title to give you other than that. Um, I am so continuously inspired by you um, and your bravery. And I know that word gets used in such, I don't know weird ways, (laughs) but it is bravery. It is courage um, that you continue to be so private in so many ways. It must be the Libra sun in you. So private, but yet so open and so vulnerable as well. Uh, Sharing so much with us that, you know, continues to just be a blessing, a balm to me, I, I will just speak personally to me. You have been such a blessing and a bomb to me. So much of what you have gone through in the f- four, six years, I can't remember when you started the podcast, have gone through has been in such parallel to what I've gone through. And you have conducted yourself in such a way that I'm sure all of your ancestors and spirit guides are so proud of you. I'm getting emotional because you just are such a complete blessing. And I know that the world does not show or tell you that. But to those of us who are your day ones, um, you're such a blessing to us, Kalechi. And I hope that you just always hold that close to you and you remember that because you have poured into me from so far um, for so long and I am so grateful for you. Peace and blessings always. May you be in continuous abundant alignment with your Ori and may all of your deepest desires and dreams for your good and for your highest, highest good be yours forever. Ashe. Ra. Um, wow. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Two slaps on your chest. That was, um, yeah, I should, I should have probably listened, <laughs> listened to that before, but I just thought, well, let's go with it. Um, no, that means so, so much to me. And that's it. Like, I'm going back to human design again, but I really needed to say that it, I found such solace 
in that reading, the human design reading from Jazrina, the amount of effort that she put into describing everything for me actually made me emotional at one point because it was just like, this was always, this was always the plan. Like there was nothing that was said that was just like, well, that doesn't refer to me. That's not relevant to me. Everything was like absolutely spot on in the most intricate ways. And um, yeah, and it was that, like you, you said something there, baby girl, about um, the day ones. I, I, in the reading, it just said like, focus on the people, keep speaking to the people who are glad to hear you. You don't have to go out there seeking to speak to more people. Just keep speaking to people who are glad to hear you. And that's why I love this podcast so much. And like, you know, I want it to evolve into something else. Um, and our conversations to to evolve into something else, but ultimately the people who listen to this, like, and there are weirdos that even like try to hate listen, I guess, but they listen, they will probably listen weekly still. But the point I'm trying to make is that the people who are dedicated to wanting to hear me, I'll continue to speak to them and everything and everybody else is really not my concern. Like you could choose to misunderstand what I've said. I'm no longer trying to explain anything because a lot of the people who are demanding these explanations or coming with, um, with these very asinine, very, very mean takes, they themselves are really, really struggling in life. Um, and they're so ups, uh, you know, they're so miserable. And so that's why they would do the things, you know, that they're doing. And there's just no point in entertaining it. So um, it was really liberating to have that reading with Jazrina and be like, yeah, I just continue as I am. Like the whole point of this is like, I experiment, I learn from things. And when something isn't working for me anymore, I move on to the next thing because that is what I came here to do, to learn about life. And through me learning about life and being as open as I feel is safe to be and sharing my experiences, other people find ideas and they find inspiration in their lives as well. And that's just what it's got to be. And it hasn't been easy because when you get around, um, unhealed energy in certain regards even if they come towards you with like I want to support you I wanted this I wanted that and then you see that they're messing with your equilibrium and they're trying to make you doubt yourself you just have to be like ah, I'm out because I know what this is I don't have time for this if I've got to deal with this in a day-to-day I'm not trying to deal with this in friendships and business relationships and um and familial uh, dynamics. I'm not trying to deal with it in that regard. I need to, I am my, I am my authority. And it came, that was also said in the reading as well. Like I'm not meant to answer to anybody. I think it's my, in um, my gate 21 or something. I'm not, I don't have a boss. And I kept saying it even before ever having that reading, I don't have an earthly boss. There's nobody, nobody who's walking this earth's crust that can tell me, Kelechi Oluwafumilayo, what to do. Like nobody. Like, and I like to learn from people. I like to, you know, learn new perspectives, but I'm nobody's my boss, you know, and it's owning that, owning that that's just naturally the way I am. And that's okay. And I don't have to, people can't try and beat me down to be anything other than that. Um, so thank you for your message. I, it really touched me. I appreciate it so, so much. Thank you. Um, Let me see this message. It says here, Hi Kalechi, I'm a white 
non-binary who's been listening to SYM since 2019 times. I felt moved to write to you many times to express my eternal gratitude for you and the work that you do. Over the years, I've laughed, cried and learned so much about myself and the world through your words. I feel deeply privileged to be able to learn from you and be a witness to your authenticity, beauty and awe-inspiring existence through the podcast. Words are mere blunt tools, although I actually love language to express that you uh, what you have done for me and countless others. It hits different when your eloquence and vulnerability express a reality slash a truth slash a wound that puts into words an experience that I had not found the words to describe. Your words have done this for me many times. I feel a physical shift in my body, mostly in my chest or my throat and an energetic release. In that way, your podcast is like poetry, powerful and healing. So thank you. I wish for you that your dazzling light shines the way forward for you always, especially through the dark and difficult times. I know that your power to imbue beauty, grace, peace and joy into everything you touch is one of your many gifts. You are a star. So thank you for everything you do. But most of all, thank you for being you with love and gratitude. Uh, P.S. I thought you'd like to know that your theory about cats taking over is too accurate. Cats are now out here doing supermodel and campaigns, advertising the virtues of having them. <laughs> I've, just, <laughs> I've just seen a picture <laughs> of the cat by a bus stop. Like it's a poster. That <laughs> cats are taking over. And you know what? Cats do your thing around. Like just, you know, don't scratch me up. That's the only thing. But Thank you. I feel like that episode, the the previous episode that I made, um, needed to be made, needed to be out there so I could just get on with things. And I'm so thankful for all of you who were so gentle with me, so caring, so loving with me, sending me beautiful, beautiful words of affirmation and encouragement, like big up yourselves, two slaps on your chest. Um, because yeah, it really came at a time that I feel like I needed it the most. So yeah. Thank you for that. Um, what else? Oh, let's see. This show magnificent, so it's not all about me. Hi, Kalechi. Thank you for your the gifted lunch and in-person one-to-one tarot reading. Your generosity far outweighed the assistance given. Two slaps on your chest. It's been a blessed day full of signs, a day that would have otherwise been spent at home if not for you. After our meeting, a black teeny bopper I know from Adam was, um, I don't know from Adam, who was with, who I presume to be her mother and brother, randomly initiated a fist bump as I was walking out of the Starbucks in Croydon. She didn't say anything, just smiled. It has truly tripped me out in a good way. I spon- I'm spontaneously crying as I'm relaying this. How weird is that? I don't know her name and she's probably too young to listen to this podcast, but I wanted to give a shout out to this little black girl who made a grown auntie cry. May you both always find effortless abundance and generosity from those you know and many more that you don't. P.S. Um, my offer still stands when, if you're ready, a fellow baby girl. Thank you. I love that. She slaps on your chest, baby girl. I love that when we just have these random moments of kindness and human connection. Um, I'm glad because from our reading, I feel like that was an expression of your inner child fist bumping you for doing and realizing certain things. So big up yourself for the journey that you're on. I think that that's truly, truly beautiful. Anyway, that's that for share your, no, I saw something. I swear I saw something that I put in my show notes that somehow didn't make it into my final show notes because that really pisses me off when I go back into the notes that I make in my DMs and things and I don't find um, and I haven't remembered to talk about something. So let me just do that quickly as I race against time. Lol. Um, 
But I'll just do some cute, cute bucket bath in time to. I'm not wearing makeup, so I'll be do cute, cute. Yeah, that's right. I haven't even bathed as I'm recording this. This is my life. Smelly girl, smelly girl, hmm. Smelly girl. But I brush my teeth. So all of you people. But the fact is, I'm still going to bathe. Some of you, you're not. So don't, don't, don't talk to me. Okay, here we go. Um, Nigeria's first breast milk bank. Um, Dr. Chini Obinwane is uh, on a mission to help mothers feed their premature babies. Um, let me see if this will play. Hold on. Hold on. As a new mom, I felt like a failure when I couldn't produce enough milk for my baby. It felt like I failed at my first primary motherly duties. I feel like I should actually read you what it says. It says Milk Bank NG is the first ever breast milk bank in Nigeria. It was launched in August 2022 to help premature babies that are unable to breastfeed. You're just hearing bare Nigeria music. Nigeria has the third highest premature births around the world. Over 700,000 babies yearly. The mortality rate for premature babies is significantly reduced when they get donor breast milk. So because I, I used the ant breasting method, I was able to do one liter in a day. I this is Mariam Abimbola, who's a donor. If I get electric breast pump, I could do more. The breast milk bank is only in Lagos. Nursing mothers to the facility, uh, come to the facility to donate breast milk. We can produce 135 liters of breast milk weekly. And the plan is to increase it to 200 liters of breast milk weekly in three months' time. The facility uses generators so they have constant power supply. We want to reach the lower class mothers and moms that are in the rural areas. We don't charge for the breast milk. However, we charge a servicing fee of within $5 to $10 and this is going to cover a 130 mil bottle and the cost of this, the money is to be able to maintain the facility, provide the day-to-day running of the facility. We're expecting to get funds in terms of support and grants from different bodies that will help us go through these processes and provide this donor breast milk that is pasteurized free of charge to those mothers and to the units that look after the babies of those mothers. That is amazing to me. That is amazing to me. My God, like when I saw it, I said, yes, that is share your magnificence. Definitely. Big up yourself, Dr. Chinny. That is a major accomplishment. And this is what I'm saying, like with this whole white savior thing, we don't need like white people to come and tell us in our country how to do certain things. Like they're running this facility. Yes, it's only in Lagos, but boom, like it it should move it. Like it should be in various cities. It should be in various areas because it's a big deal to have such a high demographic of premature babies who need the breast milk. But auntie there, auntie Abimbola that can produce one liter a day. Auntie, that is, that is, those are some serious mammary glands. Big up yourself. Um, 
But this is when we're talking about community, when we are waiting for government. And I said this in the tarot reading before, if we keep waiting for the government to do right by us, we will be waiting there until we're tired. This is the, this is an initiative from a woman who focused, who thought about, right, I'm struggling in this situation. We need to have something here. You know, that they say that the, you know, these, uh, what is it? That the inventions, what? Necessity is the mother of all inventions. And this is it. This was a necessity. And she went about doing it, um, pasteurizing the milk and getting it out there to the babies that need it. I just think it's so, so beautiful. You know, I'm doing the children's home in Nigeria for similar reasons to wanting to provide for the um, lower class um, mothers and the, you know, eventually mothers in rural areas and things like that. Like we have to take responsibility. We can't keep waiting for people to come and do the things because they're clearly not. They're just chopping money and gathering girlfriends and going to Dubai. We have to move. Like we have to work. So I love that Dr. Chinny is doing that with um, Milk Bank NG. That is their name. Um, I just think it's wonderful. So two slaps on your chest. Anyway, that's that. So I'll move on to bigging up the second of this week's show sponsors who are ExpressVPN. Don't know a thing to go Let you don't know what you got till it's gone uh, Big tune Anyway, anyway, anyway Thank you ExpressVPN for sponsoring this week's uh, podcast episode uh, I love ExpressVPN as you all know Sometimes I, I keep saying I feel like sometimes you lot are cops When you start asking me How are you watching Abbott Elementary? Because they haven't put it on Disney Plus. Stop asking me things. Because I, I keep telling you to get ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like having a first aid kit, but not keeping it stocked up. Most of the time, you'll probably be fine. But what if you suddenly get into trouble, um, into a horrible accident, God forbid, and there's nothing in your first aid kit to help you stop the bleeding? Gosh, this is so graphic this week, guys. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, cafes, hotels, air, um, airports, any hacker on the same network can gain access to your personal data. It doesn't take much technical knowledge to hack someone, just some cheap hardware and a smart 12-year-old could do it. Your data is valuable and hackers are selling it for about $1,000. Really? Maybe I should sell it myself. No, just joking. Um, you know, and they're selling it for $1,000 per person um, and selling information on the dark web. Um, and this is why you need to use ExpressVPN. It creates an encrypted tunnel, uh, which uh, sends between your device and the internet. So hackers can't steal your sensitive data. It's super secure and it will take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. It's easy to use. So you can fire it up on your app. Um, you can fire up the app and click one button to get protected. And it works on all devices. So that's your phone, your laptop, your tablet, and many more. So you can stay secure on the go. I told you I'm going to Lisbon. So if I don't want to watch what the Lisbon Netflix or the Portuguese Netflix is saying, I just switch on ExpressVPN, tell it that I'm in London or whatever. And then I'll be able to see my usual Netflix things and whatever the case may be. But if you're trying to um, watch Abbott Elementary and things like that, honestly, get ExpressVPN. I say Abbott Elementary specifically because I love the show. So secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash straws. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash straws. And you can get an extra three months free. So that's expressvpn.com slash straws. Anyway, let's get on to So You Mad. This week on So You Mad, some 
<laughs> Very interesting news. So Barbados plans to make wealthy Tory MP Richard Drax the first individual to pay reparations for his ancestors' significant role in slavery. Drax, MP for South Dorset since 2010, still owns the sugar plantation in Barbados that was established by his slave-owning ancestors. Um, Drax recently met with the Barbados uh, Prime Minister, um, Mia Motley, or Maya. Um, her government is considering potential next steps that could include legal action if no agreement is reached. Plans being considered include turning it into an Afrocentric museum or using it for social housing. I love this song. I fucking, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Drax's plantation, Drax Hall, or is it Drake's? I don't know. He sounds like a dragon anyway. Was the largest slave plantation in Barbados. Jesus is Lord. And it's the country's only former slave plantation that is still in the hands of the family of the original slave slavers. Do you not have shame? Do you not have shame? Jesus Christi. Oluwami. Hey. He inherited the five million pound plantation from his father in 2017. It will never be well with your father. Caribbean countries have long sought reparations from ex-colonial powers, but this is understood to be the first time a family family has been singled out. Let's single them out. All the single families, all the single families, all the single families, all the single families. Come and pay the reparations immediately. That Atlanta episode was not wrong. Y'all, y'all owing some money. Y'all owing some monies. Y'all, y'all, y'all are owing some monies. Okay. Um. And Drax slash Drakes may not be the last. Uh, Barbados's CARICOM amba- uh, ambassador says ultimately the British royals will have to answer a claim too. And that, you know, when a song hits a note, you know, like when Mariah Carey's singing and she's like, there's a hero. If you look inside your heart, you will have to pay reparations, you racist clock. Hey! Bring my Grammy immediately because you know the Mobos ain't got it for me. Shade intended. Anyway, loving this song. Um, but yeah, this is great. This is absolutely great news. Let him run that fucking check. Open your purse, you pussy clot. Open your purse. 64 years old you are and you live at your family mansion in Charborough Park in Dorset. And, you know, your family is worth at least 150 million and own 23.5 square miles in Dorset and an estate in um, and Grouse Manor, is it, in Yorkshire. The family also owned 125 Dorset properties personally or through family trust and a £4.5 million uh, pound holiday villa in nearby Sandbanks. Um, Drax's or Drake's uh, ancestor, Sir James Drax or Drake's, is one of the first Englishmen to colonize Barbados in the early 17th century. He part owned at least two slave ships, the Samuel and the Hope. There would be no hope for your future generations. Um, the family also owned a plantation in Jamaica, which they sold in the 19th century. When slavery was abolished across the British Empire in 1833, the family received 4,293. Uh, pounds um, with uh, a very large sum in 1836 in compensation for freeing 189 enslaved people. Fuck you. Um, 
The family had slave ships. They had agents in the African continent and kidnapped black African people to work on their plantations here in Barbados. I have no doubt that would uh, that what would have motivated them was that they never perceived us to be equal to them, that we were human beings. They considered us uh, considered us as chattels. Yo, yo, uh, you, Mr. Tory MP, Richard, Richard. Richard, how many times did I call you? I'm summoning your your fathers, 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 fathers. So James Drax, fuck you too, you ho. Fuck you all. Run that check, bitch. Immediately. E fuck immediately. Okay? Basically, you own Dorset. And this is my issue when people are like, slavery was so long ago. Oh my God, racism, 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 racism. Well, it's not something that we need to figure out. It's going to die out with the older generation. People are eating. People are eating. The, the, the racist girlies are fed. The colonial cunts are fed and they are full. Yet you are telling us that this is something in the past when they are chopping and chopping well right now. No, 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 no. We've reached the limit. We've reached the limit. Run that check, bitch. Okay. That's all I wanted to say for So You Mad, to be honest, because I kind of believe it. I kind of believe it. Like with Chest as well, they're even having to argue with you about this. Instead of you to just release the the, the thing without anybody having to talk to you, you're, they're having to argue with you about this. Disgusting behavior. Disgusting behavior. Um, but another thing for So You Mad, Tyler Perry set, uh, has gotten a new deal with Amazon to write, direct and produce four movies that will be released on Prime Video. So at this point, I just want to say to Tyler Perry, all the jokes I made were irrelevant. I'm the I'm clearly the bum bitch because as much as I feel like the plot holes in your stories, I can jump through them 59 times. It clearly doesn't matter because God has blessed you and the deals keep coming in for you. So while I'm here thinking that you're ridiculous, I'm clearly the ridiculous one. So you do you. You do you, Mr. Perry. I I have no notes. None. None. But yeah, anyway, that's that for um, So You Mad. I'll big up uh, the, is that, who do I have to big up now? I'm sure. I think, is it better help? It's better help. Be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp And thank you so much for sponsoring a baby girl um, Who's been going through it really And I think that this is why it's important to have um, sponsorships Such as these on the show Because um, it's always important to have somewhere That you can go to talk through your feelings Talk through how life is treating you Or how you perceive life to be treating you And to be able to do that with a licensed professional Because life does not come with a user manual So when it's not working for you It's normal to feel stuck Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure Whether it's a career change, a new relationship Or becoming a parent Or, you know, um, your, your team losing the World Cup Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere and it's 100% online. Um, I know that I've, bet- I've benefited from talking to a BetterHelp therapist and I would highly recommend it. So, um, as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists. Um, plus, it's affordable. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash your mind. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash your mind. So go and check it out. That's betterhelp.com forward slash your mind and go and get that support that you need, especially, especially if you're being asked to pay reparations for your family's wrongdoings in Barbados. Anyway, let's get to straw of the week, aka suck your mum. Nice and simple this week. My straw of the week goes out to Suzanne Hussey, who is one of the uh, people, women, 83 years old, who works at Buckingham Palace. She's one of the, I guess, one of the ladies in waiting, I think she is, for the Queen Consort. And the Queen Consort is obviously Camilla, uh, blow my back out, uh, Parker Bowles, that's um, with Prince Charles, um, side chick of the century. So anyway, um, her homie and uh, Susan Hussey was also one of the homies of um, Lizzie, Lizard Breath, who took the elevator down um, very recently. Um, But yeah, it's been very, very wild because um, Ngozi Fulani, uh, is the founder of Sister Space. And, you know, I talked about Sister Space before. They do amazing work. They're an award-winning non-profit uh, organization supporting women and families affected by domestic abuse while and ensuring that cultural aspects of what they're going through um, are, you know, understood and cared for. And she went on Tuesday to Buckingham Palace because they were having a gender-based violence reception to... Um, show their support I guess it's it's just funny to me you as Buckingham Palace you're having an event about gender-based violence when the whole reason that you've been able to build and keep uphold this monarchy is to inflict gender-based violence throughout the colonies why 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 are we not using sense why are we not using sense anyway so Ngozi posted on the sister space page that um she tweeted mixed feelings about yesterday's visit to Buckingham Palace 10 minutes after arriving, a member of staff, a lady SH, so that's Lady Susan Hussey, approached me, moved my hair, her locks, to see my name badge. So first of all, that's when I would have broken your hand, you raggedy scarecrow, you dragon bitch. That's when I would have broken your hand, you dinosaur. Um, Moved my hair to see my name badge. The conversation below took place. The rest of the event is a blur. Um, Lady SH, where are you from? Me, sister space. SH, no, where do you come from? Me, we're based in Hackney. SH, no, what part of Africa are you from? Me, I don't know. They didn't leave any records. Jesus! Jesus! Me, uh, well, SH, well, you must know where you're from. I spent time in France. Where are you from? Me, here, the UK. SH, no, but what nationality are you? Me, I am born here and I'm British. SH, no, but where do you really come from? Where do your people come from? Me, my people? Lady, what is this? SH, oh, I can see I'm going to have a challenge getting you to say where you're from. When did you first come here? Me, lady, I am a British national. My parents came here in the 50s when, SH, oh, I knew we'd get there in the end. You're Caribbean. Me, no, lady, I am of African heritage, Caribbean descent and British nationality. Oh, so you're from... See, people aren't getting clarted enough. Age, 
Let me not sing that pussy clock. What I'm saying is like, don't let your age get you fucked up. I don't care if you're 83. I'll thump you in your throat. Because why are you dragging out the conversation? And this is why I always go back to, I came from my mom's uterus. I came out of my mom's pussy. Stop asking me questions. If you want to know where I came from before that, I came from source, the, the creator of all beings, that I am that I am. That's where I came from. Ask me another question again, and you're going to return to the source from whence I came. Talk again, talk again. Because this is ridiculous, this idea of feeling that you have to place somebody. What is your own? Are you National Geographic, you bitch? What do you need to know there? And this is what I'm saying, like, and I'm not trying to like victim blame in this situation. What I'm trying to stress is that why do we keep going to the palace? I understand that we want to get recognized for the work that we're doing. And, and I, I get it, the validation, the, because you're doing incredible work and you want that to be known on a national scale. I get it. I get it. But these people are not our friends. They're not. But I will turn a blind eye. That's ableist. I will ignore that these things are happening that you don't want to go and get your things. You want to get your knighthood. You want to get your this, you want to get your that. What, where I draw the line is when you start crying when they, when they die or like situations such as these, like now I'm reading that, that, that the bitch has now resigned. Um, what does it say here? Um, Lady Susan Hussey, she, she quits over remarks to charity boss and Gozzi Fulani. Um, and it's funny that she quit and wasn't fired, but I guess maybe so she can have all of her things and the palace is in such kind of like, um, damage control mode that they want to get as far away from the fuckery that she's caused as possible. So this, within a matter of hours, she'd quit. This was such a quick turnaround. Now, what's also interesting about Lady Susan Hussey, the Hussey, the Hussey, is that she was the one that was um, uh, assigned to Meghan Markle to help her settle into royal life when she and Harry started doing the ting and, you know, were going to get married and all of that stuff. So you can see that Meghan was never lying. When Meghan said that these were some, well, she didn't say verbatim, but when Meghan, Meghan basically communicated to me in my spirit that these were some raggedy hoes, I understood. I understood. And this is what she had to contend with daily, daily. I mean, wrap it up. Spotify wrapped came out just the other day. Wrap the monarchy up. Give us the Spotify wrapped on the monarchy because I already know that it will say 98% of the world, you shed blood there. Um, you spent 16 million hours teething, teething and being smelly. Like, give us the Spotify wrapped on the royal family. I would be very interested to read those stats because they would be wild. So the fact that Hussey and and again, her friends, Petronella, Wyatt or whatever, stressing that, oh, she's 83. Poor, poor Susan. She's 83. I know her and she's not racist and she wouldn't have meant this in any way. Why do white people want to fall all over themselves telling us what isn't, isn't racist? You created racism in the way that we know it, but you are not the one that will now come and tell us this and that isn't racist. Shush. Because the, the very 
nature of how you operate is to think the most racist things aren't racist in order that racism continues so you continue to benefit from racism. And you're saying to she's 83. I don't give a fuck that she's 83. Fuck her. She could go suck her mother in whatever sarcophagus that they put her in. She could go suck her mother dry. Let her go and meet Elizabeth in the elevator down. Fuck off. Like, what a mess. Her age has nothing to do with it because I shared recently the video of this little white girl who's eaten her Kipling's uh, cakes these snacks, she ate them. And her mom was like, who ate them? And she said, um, a black man did it. So from a very young age, you're socializing your children into lying on black people, specifically white girls to lie on black men. That is not okay. And I've given many instances on this show where we found white women to be lying on black people and, and to be lying on black men. We saw it happen with Emmett Till. Well, we didn't literally see it happening, but you know, it's there as a point in history and many other points too. So it's a dangerous precedent that you're setting, allowing your children to just lie on black people. So you're saying, saying that, oh, it's age. This one, she couldn't have been more than seven years old and she's lying on a black person. So telling us that, oh, racism is going to die out with the older generation. You're lying because it won't. It really will not. So stop it. It's now, it's just disgusting at this point. It truly is. So... People are trying to excuse her behavior. It's funny that then Piers Morgan and his tight neck, uh, tight neck uh, button up shirts that he likes to wear looking like a piece of ham um, decided to pipe up on this situation and say that, oh, you know, she needed to go. Susan Hussey needed to go. That must be a personal vendetta because you're saying she needs to go because of what she said about um, Ngozi. But she was also the person that was bullying Megan. And then you were also bullying Megan. So you don't really care about racism. You just wanted to put your stupid thick neck that's struggling in your shirt into the conversation. And you really shouldn't. Let that tie really tie you well, well, and restrict that airway and shut up. Good that she resigned. Now, she's not the only one that needs to resign. Lady Hussey, Hussey, you Hussey, you're not the only one that needs to resign. All of your ilk, all of you go. Looking like the, 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 the ugly stepsisters and you're struggling. Get out. Get out. It's, it's just ridiculous at this point. Um, but I'm glad that, you know, the ancestors really stood by Ngozi and, and this flogging was very, very swift. It was beautifully swift. Bang, 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 bang. Before we knew it, homie had, um, home girl had resigned. Good. Get the fuck out. But I would have preferred if you were fired, but I also know why they wouldn't have fired you. Let you keep your things. Very disgusting state of affairs. Very. So suck your mum, Lady Hussey. Suck your mum to the monarchy. And I implore you all, stop going to go and see the royals. I beg of you not to give them your book because you think it's going to change their minds on racism. Stop fucking lying to yourself and being delusional. Stay the fuck away from these disgusting, disgusting pieces of shit. Please do. Please. That's all I got for you this week. I need to go and meet um, Agnes and I've got only a few minutes to drive home and, and wash my coochie. Wash my coochie. Uh, I'm joking. Anyway, um, but I'm not joking. Anyway, that's that. I'll see some of you on Sunday at the live show in Manchester. And that will be at Canvas in Man- Manchester. Um, thank you for listening. It's been a mood. It's been a vibe. Thank you for all of your lovely messages. I appreciate you. Thank you for posting your Spotify wrapped with the podcast. Big up yourselves. Um, 
yeah, I guess that's it. You can follow me, follow me on at Collection of Car for at Say Your Mind Pod and um, support the children's home, please. Um, continue to do that. I'll set up the monthly giving at some point before the end of the year. I really hope so because the page is set up. I just haven't told anybody about how to go about clicking it and stuff. Um, get your dickhead in recovery affirmation cards, um, you know, for your Christmas presents and the such. Um, and I guess that's it. Yeah, I guess that's it. Anyway, catch you on the flip side. Peace. It's the Ben's Punani woman is baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. Baby, sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are go sippy, yo. Hard time scrolling for your long drawers. You might learn something you never know. Collect you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind.